What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Get the Bag podcast. I'm your host, Claudia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park. Hey, We're fam. at episode 20, 20 down already. Uh, started uh, May. It's crazy. We're, it's, it's practically summer. Um, I know, exactly. <laughs> like, where has this time gone? Um, we appreciate you joining us today. Uh, before we get started, of course, uh, we appreciate if you like this video, subscribe to our channel. We're on here every week. Um, you can also reach out to us at any point. All the information's in the show notes. Uh, today's episode is really, really cool because um, I think we've been talking about it pretty consistently over the span of the last couple months with where the market is going um, and sort of how you can get deals. Uh, obviously, we... we We've heard about a lot of listings that are just kind of sitting there on the market, um, taking over 100 days to close. Uh, that And that's an advantage for a lot of wholesalers. And uh, yeah. we know a lot of wholesalers who are actively uh, closing deals that are on market uh, and are able to take advantage of that. And so we're going to talk about a little bit about that of how, uh, you know, what kind of tactics wholesalers can use with on-market deals, uh, collaborating with realtors. Last week, uh, we specifically talked about how realtors should collaborate with wholesalers, um, but we're going to flip the switch a little bit here and and how you can kind of leverage that relationship uh, as a wholesaler um, and closing more deals, uh, especially on-market. Um, so I would say specifically to start off with is kind of what role the market research kind of goes into play. Uh, and mm -hmm. with wholesalers kind of winning uh, the on-market deals. Uh, what, what would you say to that, Tim? I think uh, the most important is go where the deals are. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think, I know we talk in the group and, and we've talked amongst ourselves is that it's important to concentrate not on really the market, but where the deals are in, in your market, I guess you would say, or mm -hmm. if it's not working in your market, um, you need to research where actually the houses are selling, you know, so and then also because the research not only goes into opportunity of properties, it also goes into the investors and buyers that are buying in that area that are still flicks and fl flipping or they're buy and holding. Right. So I think that's what is the most important thing in your research. And there's a lot of lead work that you'll have to do up front before you start calling on these on market deals um, because right. it, it's a little bit more in depth than, you know, just, a just finding what's on the market. Right. Yeah, right. I agree. I think um, some tools specifically for research. I mean, I've used in the past is PropStream is one. I think there's like mm -hmm. within PropStream, you can use this like pencil. Um, and then there's like options to see like what, uh, how many transactions have occurred within the specific like mapped out area. That's one way. Um, a new one, which, I think you're seeing more and more now on YouTube is Privy, P-R-I-V-Y. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessarily MLS data, but it's it's basically funneling in MLS data uh, into a really nice, clean interface. So it makes yeah. it a lot easier um, to find, uh, you know, kind of see on-market deals in your market uh, with all the contact information. They have a cool before and after picture. Um, it's just a really great way to uh, really find these on-market deals and reach out to realtors. I mean, that's one way um, that I've been doing where I'll just call listing agents or uh, agents on the buyer's end uh, mm -hmm. to just kind of leverage some relationships there and 
and cultivate it and, and see how we can, you know, work together. Um, or, you know, like, as I've mentioned before, too, if you don't really have time to, you know, or maybe you're just getting started, I think partnering up with some experienced wholesaler who has already set of buyers in their market, um, mm -hmm. that's a good way to where it's like, hey, if I come across some deals uh, that's uh, listed, maybe it's been listed for uh, 30 plus days or 60 days that, you know, you have a really good advantage there where you can just offer 70% of the ARV yeah. or something or like way lower. Um, and, and at this point, some sellers may be a little bit desperate and realtors as well. Realtors are trying to get paid. They're not trying to wait another 30, 60, 90, a hundred. Like I've seen some, um, and this is what's cool with privy is you can see how many days on the market. Yeah. A, a property has been, and I've seen somewhere it's like 120 days, 150. Jeez. Um, so, you know, that's a really good way to be like, Hey, this is where we can come in, in at and, you know, really leveraging like, Hey, the market conditions. Uh, but you do have to have a buyer ready. Yes. And, you know, if you're going to go, go, go under contract, uh, and all those things, because, you know, typically in some cases they may ask for proof of funds. They may ask for uh, various number of things. Uh, so those sort of things yeah. make a difference if you're just getting started is uh, leveraging relationships with other experienced wholesalers who ha who are in that market, have a pool of buyers that are ready to go. Um, and all you really do is just be like, hey, I have this lead. They've accepted this offer. Hey, is this something your buyer would be interested in? Like, by the boom, by the bam get it get it yeah. set so uh it, it's it, it can be very simple but you have to create a process around it yeah and i think a person that's no all they know is off-market deals it's it's a little bit it's kind of relearning a, a new process uh of mm -hmm. on-market deals because you do have to have a buyer in place and you know you tend to use maybe the the you know standard real estate contract um, right. on there. So you just have to make sure that there's some wordage on there that you can still either wholesale or uh, if you don't have that wordage, then you're going to have to double close on that deal. Um, so right. there's a option. lot of things you have to kind of account for. But like you said, most important, you have to have, you know, end buyer because some of these, um, I guess, deals are, you know, time restrictive because you have you know, 10 days of inspection and um, right. you have to have a buyer lined up within 10 days. Or if you go past that 10 days, you can't cancel and you lose your EMD. So there's a lot of factors. That there's little things. Yeah. That go into that, especially yeah, if you're, but you know, I mean, we've talked about it before is like maybe part of the negotiations, like, Hey, we'll, we'll go with your tile company, but can we use our purchase agreement? Yeah. And like, we'll make sure you get paid, you know, we'll add in whatever verbiage. So it's, it, it doesn't hurt to, to, to not ask like yeah ask like don't just kind of go with whatever the agent's saying like collaborate and and, and see because they may be open to it again they're not they're trying to get paid so yes um you don't necessarily have to go and use the standard uh you know realtor purchase agreement you can use your own your two-pager uh, and and just kind of add in whatever specific verbiage so it's just kind of understanding this and being confident in how you communicate with yeah. these realtors uh i think that's that's a big thing um, and, but also if you are going to use the standard purchase agreement, uh, making sure it's assignable or a lot of times some realtors be like, no, it can't be assignable. That's where you would double close. Um, but again, you have to have a buyer lined up because a lot of times the way it's structured, uh, because in our purchase agreements, we have the due diligence period and the closing all combined into one. 
So mm -hmm. not many, some people do it separate, do it different where it's like, Hey, uh, we'll take a 10 day due diligence period or five days or 20 days. Um, and then we'll close within this time frame. Uh, we right. just combine it all. It just makes it a lot simpler where it's like, Hey, we'll close. But you know, that's where some people are concerned. Like, Hey, you can close six days after. Um, so it doesn't hurt to ask. Uh, and also the EMD. That's why it's like, you can put down your own EMD, but a lot like how we usually work is we, we use the buyer's money to fund the EMD. Um, yeah. So whatever they're paying us, an extension of that gets paid into um, on the seller side. So a lot of different ways. Uh, but I think it's important for wholesalers to know how to negotiate, not just with the sellers, mm -hmm. but the agents. Yeah. So exactly. And so that's kind of where we're talking about like these favorable terms. And so also knowing how to offer, how to put that offer in and like basing it off of comps. Mm -hmm. um, so this is like if you're fairly new to the market, you're not really aware of like comps or how to look at comps. This is where, again, having somebody who's experienced, because if it is a lead that makes sense, the experienced wholesaler isn't going to say no. Um, so they'd be more than happy to help you out and at least split it in JV with you. But it's just also understanding like, hey, this is how we work. We're an investment group. Uh, this yeah. is our process. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is the title company we work for. And, and like we've, we've done this all the time. And I think the important aspect, too, is not just offering a cash offer. And that's one thing I've done. I've uh, closed a sub two deal where I worked with uh, an investor who just buys creative deals. Mm -hmm. This was a, um, a foreclosure, I think, lead or the seller was upside down um, on, on the property like mm -hmm. gutted the, the entire property. It was a whole project, ran out of money. Um, and yeah, they were upside down on their loan. We were able to like offer a solution, a sub two solution. Um, so all the other the, uh, offers that the, the agent was receiving was were all bogus. There was cash offers there. And she was like, we, we can't, our, our, the mortgage balance is this high, but the, the property value was like, this mm. this low and so right uh, i think just understanding too the opportunities there and i think we've mentioned this more than one time is you just have to offer more than one solution there has to be yeah. more than an option um and ensuring because even on creative deals i think realtors have to understand too like you can get paid your commission yeah just be on the down payment right from the buyer um is like hey you're you're gonna get paid you still get paid like <laughs> you have to like reassure and like have like walk them through the process of of a creative deal whether it be seller finance up to or or whatever um so it's it's really important to understand these things and and that only takes time uh and also collaboration with more experienced people especially if you're, when you're getting started yeah definitely i think um you know understanding uh how to negotiate or how to talk to, you know, a real estate agent is, like you said, is crucial because um, just telling them your process and how you do it, because you, like you said, coming off confident and understand and how you guys um, do your business is, is important because some of them might not know what a creative financing deal is. So right. you have to explain that to them and know that they, how do they get paid in that deal? So just taking the time to, try to uh, explain it as an investor. So, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think all the points that you had mentioned um, uh, are good. So on, on that. Yeah. And I think um, it always goes back to how you communicate things, how you break things down the same way you're communicating with sellers. 
it should be the same way almost with agents. Uh, I mean, obviously it's ideal to work with investor friendly agents, but not everyone is built the same. Um, just like uh -huh. there's not every wholesaler is built the same. So it's understanding how to break things down. And when you're getting started, sometimes it is a little bit difficult. So that's why, you know, the community that we're in, it's really great because you have um, you have an area where you can like reach out and ask like, hey, I have this opportunity, um, but I don't know how to communicate seller finance or I don't know how to communicate this and that. Um, how can I do this? And like people can kind of jump in and, and recommend like, hey, this is how I would do it. Um, so it's that's where it's like really helpful to have a community behind you uh, mm -hmm. to know how to first off, like communicate or explain a little bit more complicated things. Um, so it, I think establishing that really strong relationship with the, with investor and educate or an inv investor, but the realtor and like educating them. And also, um, if they give it a, an opportunity to, to close a deal and they're like, Oh, like I, I like more of these, like, Hey, if, if any other listings come up, like I'll make sure to reach out to you. That's a big mm -hmm. thing. That's, that's like yeah. huge. So, yeah. um, I think uh, people really take that networking for granted, for sure. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And I think uh, you want to talk to as many realtors. Not all the realtors are going to be open, of course. Uh, we talked about that last week and how closed-minded some realtors are. Uh, but I think it's important to reach out to as many and talk to as many, not just sellers, but you want to talk to everyone, right? You want to talk to sellers, realtors, brokers, investors cash buyers um and the more you talk the more uh you learn from them too like you can use your realtor uh to understand the market uh mm -hmm. like we talked about mls getting access to mls data um mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that you know it, it can be a win-win situation i think i know somebody in our group who uh has really just been taken off on wholetailing uh, by developing a relationship with a realtor um who just lists them and then they split the profits so, mm -hmm, you know, money mm -hmm. can be made in partnering up with realtors. Yeah, 100 percent. And I think, um, you know, the relationship is very important because you might go through several different realtors to find that right relationship uh, that fits for your business and how you want to work and get on market deals. And once that realtor kind of understands your what your goal is and how they can make money on commissions, it's going to be a win win situation for everybody in that and um, it may take some time it may not because if you're in a virtual market you are going to have uh, boots on the ground with that realtor and they can go actually see the property give feedback on that property and say hey you know I think you know the roof needs repair so we need to come down 10 to 20 thousand on the on the price so mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of great benefits in regards to that building that relationship yeah. they can even uh, manage the buyer showings too mm -hmm. like you know yeah. uh, there's a lot of things another thing i've learned too is they could also uh, especially in the virtual markets because the thing is, especially in those smaller virtual markets some of the realtors are strapped for for deals they don't there's yeah. not many deals coming they're not closing as many deals you can pay them to be your property manager or like checking in right with with yeah. the properties that you have uh, that's one mm -hmm. thing i think that was recommended to me especially on a lot of the wraps um and mm -hmm. you know maybe we can do a call uh, on wraps but sure. wrap is essentially where you're wrapping a note with that you have with the seller with another m buyer uh who's essentially living there and paying you um every month as well um but a lot of times you're not managing that because the whoever's living in the property is basically living in it like they own it but they don't own it um, right and so you can have a realtor 
stop by or just check in on the property and you can just pay them that like hey just you willing to take 50 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month for, to view, visit my properties once a month like who would mm -hmm. say no to that like right. so it's um it's really creating win-win situation solutions right now a lot of realtors are just need some money um and need opportunities so this is one a great way to do that yeah you know and no one that's the thing i think we talked earlier about having a a property on the market so long uh, nobody wants to see that not the seller not the real estate agent because that's preventing them from making their money and you know leveraging that to you know help them and say hey uh, if we have this partnership we can you know have more deals uh, close in a faster amount of time so um, leverage the aspect of, hey, they haven't done a deal in a long time. So that's another question you need to ask is like, when's the last deal that you've done? You know, if, if it's been a couple months or, or so, that might be an opportunity for that realtor to be more uh, active in what your, your partnership with that particular. And I'm not saying that you have to create a solidified partnership. It's just right. a relationship that you can have with that in that particular market, that real estate agent in that particular market. Yeah. I mean, it's just, um, offering value. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, there's always value you can add to a realtor and, and vice versa and not just on the listing side, but on the buyer side too. Like, yeah. I mean, a lot, we've talked about it too, how you can, uh, reach out to realtors, uh, or buyers agents who have access to cash buyers as well. Um, that's always a, a great way to, um, create relations. I know even on the commercial side, that's huge, right? Like, yeah. you know, out here in LA that, that you're doing, um, a lot of the brokers you're talking with, um, you know, either have access to a ton, a, a pool of investors that they've worked yeah. with over the years. Um, so even as you climb the ladder, if you're like kind of over re residential and want to like move up to commercial, like you're pretty much doing the same thing is like 100%. is uh nurturing cultivating these relationships with brokers realtors um mostly brokers on the commercial end and um seeing how you can offer value like again off-market deals are pretty big in the, in the not you don't see that often in the commercial mm -hmm. space or you know that's what investors want to see uh so it's it's really important to just really work on these little small things because as you kind yeah. of work up uh the the real estate ladder or however you want to call it or if you just want to stay in the residential side which there's nothing wrong with that um right. that is something that you do um you know to close bigger deals as well right yeah and i think um if you're a wholesaler and you're that's all you do is off-market deals we're just telling you this is another way to do more deals is on market and identifying great opportunities out there based on what you know, buyers or investors are buying in the market in um, at that particular location. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, we're not saying ditch off market deals all altogether. We're just saying add this add to your, you know, portfolio of ways to close more deals. So yeah, and uh, for those, I'm sure if you get a chance to just type in privy, I'm sure mm -hmm. like you'll see in it, you're seeing it everywhere, and we'll we'll drop a link as well. P R I V Y. Uh, it's a great, great tool. And there's so many videos out on YouTube already with investors uh, who are utilizing this tool or wholesalers mm -hmm. even, not even like 
fix and flippers or whatever. Uh, I saw a video where they completely automated, like, uh, did a workflow where they pulled the data from Privy, all the mm-hmm. MLS data, like properties on the market, um, put it into a spreadsheet. Uh, uh-huh. they, they had to do some automation through Excel or some form, some formulas uh, yeah. where it's like, okay, this is the offer. This is um, the realtor's email information. So it is a little bit of work. So if you have a VA or if you don't, like you can do it on your own. And then they plug it into an email tool and they literally do a mass send to realtors wow. saying, and like they use uh, ChatGPT to like formulate sure. a template. And yeah. then they just filled in like the little um, inputs of like, hey, realtor's name, this is my offer. Uh, I understand it's a little bit low. And it's like, you're shooting 300 offers. Dang, that's amazing and, like this guy is able to close so that's that's a that's a gem that i caught i was like huh a head scratcher yeah uh, sure. maybe i should start doing that um and but you know i'm not a spreadsheet whiz so that may take some some time for me to do it but i think it's worth it uh and it right. doesn't hurt to like shoot an offer because somebody's gonna be like yes it's been on the market for so long we'll just take anything at this point yeah um so i thought that was really cool so if you just honestly just go on youtube and type in privy wholesaling or on market deal wholesaling on market deals you're going to find some really good stuff um yeah. so if, if i do come across the video i'll, I'll also post it in the show notes that's awesome and i i think uh, also privy they have good like customer service they also have different videos and stuff like that. yeah they have great videos yeah. uh help videos and stuff like that on like how to navigate the product yeah we'll uh, we'll also try to see if we can get you know um one of the owners on here or something to yeah. maybe do a demo or something like that, or just talk about how he they're utilizing it or helping wholesalers as well too. So we'll work on that. That's our homework for, you know, some, yeah. the rest of the year. So. Absolutely. Um, but no, honestly, I think, um, I think for the longest time, especially when we got started, like any on market deals, it was kind of like, ah, you know, just if it's on the market, like don't really like put too much thought into it but now it's because of where the market is at you want you know the deal flow and everything like that like there's opportunities there for sure um so definitely take advantage of that check out privy you know your homework check out privy connect with more realtors brokers um and put it put it put out those offers Put out yeah. those super low offers. You may be hung up on, I mean, but you're hung up on anyways by sellers when we're making those offers, like really low offers. So um, yeah. people want to get paid. So that's an opportunity to do that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But, and then if you guys have any questions, reach out to us. We'll be happy to answer any questions as well, too. And, you know, we're, we're you know, getting a lot of people just to, you know, comment or just you know, hitting us on DMs just to ask questions and stuff. So we're always, we try to be available as much as we can, um, but um, we definitely will get back to you if you contact us. Absolutely. Um, Our DMs are open. (laughs) You can hit us in (laughs) our DMs. There's no sliding in. You just, it's open. Yeah, yeah. All day, all day. So yeah, hit us up if uh, you have any any specific questions. Um, We're here to help. Uh, But yeah, really, really good efficient short topic uh you know conversation today on really how you can take advantage of on-market deals um so hope this was really really helpful for you guys um we'll be back next week we're working on uh having a guest next week but we may have to shuffle some days around but really really excited for that um but 
you guys have any questions, please reach out. Again, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll connect with you guys uh, next week. Yep. Peace. Right. Peace.